Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs here on I Am She For Real Z. Yes, honey, and we have Dez here with us again. She'll be talking about her life experiences after living with her narcissist mother and father. So go ahead and tune in and get this tea. Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs here on I Am She For Real Z, and we have Dez back. Hi sis, how are you? I'm good, love. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. So, Des, do you want to go ahead and get started? Um, yeah. I kind of wanted to uh, pick up, I guess, from when I was around uh, 17, 18, going into, I guess, you know, my 20s, my adulthood. Uh, when I graduated, uh, it was like a really big deal for me because my mama, it was like she would say little things to basically let me know that she didn't think I would graduate. So it was a real big deal for me. And the day I graduated, she was saying things like, well, you know you're going to have to get a job and start paying bills. And, oh, wow. and mind you, yeah, mind you, I want to go to college. You yeah. know, I, uh, I was really, you know, I am really creative. Mm-hmm. And I was really interested in going to culinary school because um, remember I told you guys that she taught me how to cook. Oh, so okay. that was like a real life passion for me. Yeah, that was a real passion. And I wanted to go to the art institute, and that was actually a school that my mom had went to. She was, you know, she's actually very talented. Like my mom, like anything, like she is talented. She's smart. She was magical body. Like she's smart as hell. Um, and we, and she would say things like, oh, y'all know y'all got that from me, you know, like, instead of, you know, allowing us to be our own individual, you know, person with our own individual, you know, I guess, gifts. Yeah. Um, and she would kind of try to, you know, make it her gift, uh, you know, I guess. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I wanted to go to college. My mama, you know, when I, when I tried to. I was like, okay, well, I'll try to do the FAFSA on my own. I'll try to do the everything on my own because she wasn't going to do any of that for me. So I'm filling out the FAFSA, and it gets to the part where they ask you for your parents' income information. So I asked my mom, hey, filling out the FAFSA. I need the income. I need your income information. You don't need my income information. What you, uh, you know, and I was just like, okay, I'm trying to further my education here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I actually, I never ended up going to uh, school. Uh, oh. That was one of the reasons. Oh, so, no. um, yeah, uh, graduation night, so uh, I ended up making the decision to move out. Okay. And, yeah, and my mama was really, really upset about that. Like, she, she went into a rage when... My big cousin took me over there to get my stuff. I was ignoring her. I don't even re- really remember all of because I was so used to her talking about the side of her neck. Well, yeah. So she was saying little things like, you ain't going to never make it on your own. And, you know, just little, like, it was just, I, I mean, I was so used to it. Yeah. But my cousin was not. She wasn't used to that. So she was like, wait a minute, hold up. And, you know, my cousin and my mama kind of ended up having some words. So... <clears throat> that ended up causing a little strain right then. But I ended up moving to Dallas. Um, I have a lot of family out there. And uh, I moved to Dallas. And actually, <clears throat> I want to mention, before I moved to Dallas, 
my aunt, who was the mother of my cousin who helped me get my thing, she pulled me to the side before I went to Dallas, and she um, she said, you know, make sure that no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter how hard life gets, don't ever feel like you gotta shake your ass into somebody's club for change, for money. You know, always make sure you come to me before it ever gets that bad. And you know, they, all, they always, they always stuck out to me. So I moved to Dallas, and I ain't gonna lie, I ended up, you know, cutting up. Like, I was, like, it was a totally different type of freedom. You know what I'm saying? To be, to come from the home that I came from, and then now, I don't, I don't have no parents. I don't have nobody telling me what to do. I don't. So I was very sexual. Like I started to have sex with him, him, and it wasn't like all at the same time. But like I just was, I just, I was like addicted to how sex made me feel. I, like it was, it, it just. Like, I guess how, like, people feel when they drink alcohol or, like, it, that, like, it just brought something for me. And I don't know if it had a lot to do with what um, I experienced with my dad or, you know, what. But I became very, like, very experienced as far as sex uh, was concerned, like, the summer after leaving home. And um, about three, four months. Maybe six months later, I ended up getting pregnant with my first my first son. Mm-hmm. I was um, I was in a relationship with him, and it was very, very, very abusive. I almost actually lost my life three times in this relationship. Oh wow! Um, yeah, from his hand, um, I was hospitalized uh, uh, once. I uh, Oh my goodness! He tried to put me in the trunk of his car um, once, um, and I started running for my life one day. And I look up, and somebody's there with a pistol because he's chasing me. He's literally legit chasing me, trying to put me in a fucking trunk. Wow! And um, yeah, and uh, clearly somebody heard must have heard me screaming, and because I was fighting for my life, like he grabbed me by my shirt and because he did actually catch me and when he caught me, flipped out the shirt girl and I just started running and I didn't even realize somebody was standing right there with a fucking pistol pointed at him and you know like I think that was the moment that I was like you know what I'm about to leave this relationship and it wasn't easy because I tried to leave and he was like nah we still together we you know I'm just like oh my god like I'm dealing with a real live yeah girl so um i legit like had to like i called one of my cousins up and i was like listen this is what's going on this is what i'm going through because mind you nobody knew what i was going through i was i kept that shit to myself i was like getting my ass beat every single day every single day and when I finally reached out to my cousin and I was like, look, I'm ready to leave. I like, and we, I came up with a plan. I packed my, like when he left, I packed my shit up and I left. And I never, ever, 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 ever went back. Ever. He called. I didn't. I like to this day, I haven't heard from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, girl, yeah. So that was the first major, you know, like relationship mm-hmm. that I had, mm-hmm. you know, leaving home. It was extremely toxic. 
the next the next relationship I actually ended up like two years later ended up having uh I ended up having another child like two years later, girl, and I wasn't in a relationship with this guy. He was just somebody. He was a fuck buddy. Like he was uh-huh. just somebody. Like, hey, I call you over. And you, hey. And you go home, you go about your business, I go about mine. Um, so after our son was born, though, we actually ended up, was like, you know what, let's try to make this work, let's try to be a family, like, you know, because he didn't come from a stable home foundation, and he wanted, you know, the same thing I wanted. Okay. So we was like, okay, let's try to, you know, make this work. Girl, baby. Mm. Girl, when I say I ain't never been cheated, so much, cheated on so much in my life. Wow. Ooh. Girl. I got stories for days on that one, and he may be listening, and and that's cool. But like we, you know, we have a great co-parenting relationship now. We, you know, come a long way from that. But that was a very, very toxic relationship, girl. I like and every time he cheated on me, I would just like cry. I would like get sick. I would throw up, and then I would just be like, okay, let's sweep it under the rug, and you know, keep on. Like it was killing me. Like I was like, it was. It was it was horrible. I'm talking about I didn't I was able to sit up and call these girls and, and have conversations. Like it was it was really, really toxic. So even though <clears throat> let me ask you here, Dance, even though you say that he may be listening, have you ever just sat down to speak to him even even if it's uh, by phone or in person? Uh how you really felt? You know, I'm not sure if you took this relationship on to your next relationship and if it have affected you. But have you talked to him about, you know, this matter? Like how you felt and, you know, sickly uh, that he was bringing a sickness up um, on you? You know what? That part, no, I, it, have I, did, I did not. I did not talk to him about that part. I guess the whole, yeah, because he, like, girl, even in that relationship, my pH was off the whole relationship. Like, I don't give a fuck. What I did to my shit to get it clean, it was like 20 minutes later, it was an odor. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, and as soon as we stopped having sex, my pH is straight. Like, my mama didn't teach me nothing about, oh, yeah, a man the, can make yeah. your pH. Like, I didn't know shit about that. Yeah, me neither. I knew nothing about that. I didn't know about, you know, panties and... None of that. I didn't know how. My mama didn't even teach me how to wipe myself. My aunt taught me that. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Same yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, girl. So, I mean, he taught me a lot. I mean, that relationship taught me a lot. But uh, we talk. We, 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 I mean, we have that, we have the, the type of relationship where I could, you know, today call him up and say, hey, you know what? This is what was going on. Have I done that? No, I haven't because I, you know, it it really wasn't no. I didn't really see any point in it, you know, because I'm I'm you know so over that. Well, I mean, I'm just going to put my two cents in because if you're telling this story about this particular relationship and what he done to you and so and so, something may be there just a little bit, you know, especially if you may have feelings for this person, and like you said, you both said, okay, come on, well, let's try to do this because. This is something we both want, you know, a family. He came from destruction, and you did too, you know? No, there was not any love there. Like, Mm -hmm. we both, like, 
we didn't start having a love for each other until we started co-parenting. We were in a relationship where we were trying to force each other. You know what I'm saying? We were trying to force each other to love each other. Like, we were trying to force a relationship. And okay. it was, you know what I'm saying? It just did not work. It, it did not work. There was no chemistry as far as romantic feelings. Like, it, there's none. And I know he can agree to that. Like, none. Okay. You know, but as far as, like, a friendship and co-parenting, like, I, you know, because when he came into the picture, my first son was about uh, nine months old. And to this day, he still calls my son, my his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have a really great relationship. And to me, it takes a special kind of man to still say, hey, that's my son, even though we are no longer together. Well, that is true. I mean, the, the good thing is that, you know, um, he was he's there for your son right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And that you both able to co parent for this child. You know, mm-hmm. even though you both did work out, you know, that's a totally different story. But being there for that child, that individual and putting your feelings to the side. Yeah. And how that person treated you or whatever you may have done to him that he may feel a certain way, you know, but you was an adult, you know, you are adults, you know, to see what the priority is, and it is your son, you know, so I, you know, give him kudos, and give you kudos for that too, because for some reason, out here, it's hard to do that, okay, it's for some people. It's very hard, it's very hard. <laughs> you know? Not, I mean, it, I ain't saying that, that was something that we did overnight, girl. No, that I'm was, sure it takes, listen, yeah. I'm sure it took work. Everything that we have takes work. To be successful, mm-hmm. it takes work. To be able right. to elevate, it takes work. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so yeah. Girl. So no, of course it wasn't done like that. So, you know, yeah. of course it takes time, understanding, debating, negotiating, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But you still get kudos for what you are right now. Do you know yeah. throughout what you had to deal with to get where you at right now? Yeah, appreciate it, girl. You're welcome. But girl, yeah. And um, girl, I had even forgot to mention. I forgot to mention that um. Uh, with my first son's dad, with the first abusive relationship, I uh, remember my aunt was like, never get on the pole. And I was introduced like so many times, the opportunity to go strip just kept popping up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, and it was yeah. not anything that I wanted, you know, wanted to do, but there were so many times where, you know, I didn't have money. And, you know, say my homegirl, I'm picking her up from the strip club, and she got a bag of money, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, low-key thinking, damn, how can I be down? You right? Know? But, Shit. But in the back of my mind, like, I kept hearing my auntie voice, like, you know, don't do that. You know, don't ever do that. And, and as a matter of fact, porn even came into the, to the picture at one point. I was offered that, and I, it, it was just... It was just, like, a lot of, I don't know. It was like my aunt knew something that I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know? And I knew she knew that I was a sexual person because I was on birth control since 14. Okay. Yeah, and she was, um, her and my mama was, you know, the, you know, pretty much the reason, like, okay, she's having sex. We know she's having sex, so let's put her on the pill. So, yeah, I mean... I don't know. My auntie just 
don't know. She was like my mama. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, mama to me. Yeah. So, you never, yeah. so you, so you didn't go into, to stripping or porn? I did not. I did not. I almost did. I almost did, but I didn't want to do that. Okay. Because I didn't want to get caught. Because I didn't want to get caught. Because I was I have a quick question. So, for yeah. any, for any young man or man come to you and give you a compliment, is it something lacking with your father? Absolutely, uh, because see, I'm being sexually molested by my daddy, right? Yeah. And when everybody's looking, he's you know acting like I am the sweetest little girl in the world. Like I, I would like everybody thought I was daddy's little girl. Mm. That that was the image that he portrayed. And that is what I wanted and that's what I like. And that that feeling, I guess as a, a as a little kid, like I just kept chasing that feeling. Yeah. You know and then as I got older, like my dad he didn't really speak much. He didn't talk much at all. So he didn't interact with us, you know, they weren't affectionate. We didn't get hugs and kisses and shit and say, you know, I love you. No, uh, it wasn't really much of that. Wow. So, yeah, so I was always looking for affection, no matter what kind of affection it was, whether it was toxic affection, good affection. Like, it didn't matter as long as it was a man's touch. You exactly, know yeah. See, yeah. it. And just to say, like, parents don't even know. Like, if you are a parent and you're listening right now and you have babies, love all those babies because yes. that is so important. Like, I give my kids kisses for no reason. My son, he I'm just can't give you. me kisses and his little sister kisses for no damn reason. Like, I make sure I show much of affection, into my ch- affection to my children and love and tell them how much I love them. And gives us so many hugs. Like, Najee, he would go to Nick. And he was like, Daddy, I want a hug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Aww. So he gonna give his daddy a hug. And it's just spare out the moment. Because so this is what I teach my kids. Love, 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 yeah. love. You know? So did you want to talk yeah. about... I know I, you know, cut it in. I'm sorry. But did I'm you want to go good, into... Girl. Did you want to go ahead and go into your conversation? You know, from when you said you started dating. Well, I think two, uh, three months yeah, later. like, girl, like a month or two. After um, that relationship, I was in another relationship, and it was with. Um, this is where I had my third, my third child. So yeah, I have five kids by four different men, and uh, I was like, I fell for this dude so hard. Like when I say I fell, like 
I felt so goddamn hard and I was pregnant and it, it the, the relationship was just so fucking weird mm-hmm. because he would like love me like so hard like he would like I like I felt like I couldn't be fucked with you know what I'm saying like I could be walking like we could be walking on the goddamn sidewalk and he will stop and he will let me walk and be like girl you better you better you know what I'm saying? Like, he made me feel like I could not be fucked with when it came to any other woman. Mm. So, then the next thing you know, the next day, the next minute, the next moment, and you ain't shit. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, he ignoring you. He, you know, disappearing for hours. You don't know where the hell he ain't. He ain't answering his phone. He, you know, we li- if we live, in the- we live together, and then all of a sudden you say, yeah, man, um, I think we need to separate him Oh, no. And he never returned my son. 
And because uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law, when you don't have a court order with your children, I was unable to get my son back. And when I did try to get him back, yeah, girl, I got arrested. And, like, I, like, girl, just every relationship was just a reflection of something, some type of issue that I either had with my daddy or my mama or even both. Like, it was, it was always something. But, you know, after that relationship, I, I, you know, I grabbed with celibate. I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I done had it. I'm about done. I, I'm like, I was in a really dark place. I was feeling really suicidal. I, um, the only thing that made me not want to take my life was my, my other two kids. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, Girl, yeah, I eventually, eventually, um, me and my husband got together, uh, probably about a year, maybe a year or two later after that, uh, I got with my husband and we had, of course, major issues. Um, I feel like with my husband that it wasn't nearly as bad as with the other relationships, but it was interesting that uh my husband and I had you know he didn't okay we didn't have he okay he didn't have the same the same things didn't happen to him but we had similar things that we did experience that we were able to like heal our childhood together like our our, our relationship was extremely toxic um, my husband and our relationship was extremely toxic in the beginning, but we began to to start like really trying to heal our childhood. Yes, and that part is what ended up healing and repairing our marriage. Mm-hmm. But as far as all the the I mean the other stuff though, um, yeah, it that that shit really really affected. It, it affected every single relationship I was in, not just romantic relationships, fucking friendships too. Mm. I had friends I couldn't fucking trust, you know, uh, sleeping that and slept with my man. Like, I mean, I what? Yes, girl. I mean, I couldn't trust nobody. nobody. Okay, so that's just gross. Girl, that's disgusting. Yeah, it really is. Like, once you become my boo, you know what I'm saying? By my sister, you brother. That's just like me okay, trying to sleep with exactly, my damn brother. Hell nah. Exactly. Exactly. Girl, that's like trying to sleep with my brother or some shit. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. That's some nasty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, my mind goes. Right, I agree. Yeah, my mind goes something different. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, it goes different. Exactly. If I'm seeing you as you my. You know, step brother or step cousin ain't shit happening on between this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we, don't have the same we are blood. Like I'm looking like we blood around this one. Like, like yeah. if, if I had a kid by you, we doing some blah blah. What they gonna call you, daddy, step uncle? Like what the fuck? What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nah, I don't play them games. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 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 
Mm, I'm speechless on that one. So, yeah, so, I mean, so, uh, even though I know that we are going to talk, um, you know, on the next segment about your healing, you know, um, Mm -hmm. or whatnot, so, uh, because I can't wait to talk about that, like, how you was able to get out of what was given to you. Like, I tell people, like, whatever was given to you is not yours to have, you know what I mean? Like, because likely the shit that we are dealing with is because our parents have dealt with it. You feel what I'm saying? So, that's why I'm fixing myself right now, because whatever I'm dealing with has nothing to do with my children. So, I need to get myself together and not pass that shit on, because what we tend to not pass our children on is legacies. far as, like, businesses, you know, things like that, or even just, you know, it don't have to be about money, just sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, love to pass on, or knowing how to take the steps of being a, uh, to be a business owner, entrepreneur, and all that. But, yeah, right. but black people like to pass along to children heartache, bitterness, misery, sadness. Right, you know, but no don't want to pass on wealth. Exactly, exactly. Like, if I can't pass my, like, I work so hard for the shit that I have right now and the business that I have, but if I'm not able to succeed with this, and whatever the case is, I'm still going to have a, a blueprint for my children to let them know these are the steps. I'm going to give my baby something because maybe they'll be able to succeed more than I could have succeed. And maybe it wasn't meant for me to succeed. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we need to pass on good things to our children and our negative things. Because I, I, I can't see myself, and I'm sure that you cannot see yourself you know, seeing your children having the heartache that you had to deal with. Oh, you know what I mean? But some some, some parents, that just don't give a damn. You feel what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. and it's so sad, and it's, it's, it's disgusting. I ain't built like that. Yeah, I'm definitely not. I'll be a girl. Whew. Jeez, you know. So, did you want to, you know, talk about anything else that affected you in your, you know, as you, in your adulthood? Because I know that you spoke about your son, you know, that he was taken from you, which I am so sorry to hear about that. So, do you have him now or anything like that, or you still... No, I, I don't. I don't have my son. Okay. I, um, am... I have been fighting custody for seven years. I actually took a break from actually physically fighting and just kind of, you know, just kind of trying to fight more spiritually. Okay. Um, but, nah, I, I don't... So, so many fucked up things happened and transpired with that situation that, like, we legit don't even have enough time to even, like, even, like, I won't even lie to even scratch the surface. Because I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, okay, her son got kidnapped. What you mean? She's like, like, it, it, it was, it, it was, I don't even, like, I don't even know. Girl, I don't even know what, what to even say because I'm still to this day even speechless myself yeah. that, you know, when you love somebody, you're in a relationship with them and when you break up, you know, you just expect, you know, of course when you break up, it's going to fucking hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's natural. You have to go through that. That's, you know what I'm saying? Instead of him doing that, he needed to hurt me or I, he needed to, I mean, I don't know why he couldn't just move on. I don't know why he felt like he needed to take my son in order to prove a point. Um, because only my son is the only person that's hurting 
You know, I I was hurt before. I was, but this is going to continuously affect my son. You know what I'm saying? My son is going to need some extreme fucking counseling after that. Not just with that, but just, you know, the fact that his mother, from where, you know, I come from, he's going to need counseling. You know what I'm saying? From where his daddy, you know, his own daddy um, experienced some things in his own childhood that has affected him, and that's probably um, why he isn't mentally stable uh and my own you know my own mental uh health has been affected um like i said i I had suicidal thoughts i've i've had like these dark moments where i could all i could see is darkness like Mm -hmm. i can't even really and anybody that has ever, ever really been in a really dark place and have ever felt alone and has, has just felt like, you know what, your soul just really want to check out. Like, you like, fuck this world, right. fuck everything. I know like, the feeling, baby. Mm. Yeah. And I'm trying not to cry. I'm really trying to keep it together because this is something that, that I'm still dealing with to this day. Yeah. And... <clears throat> And I hurt more for my son than anybody else, than anyone else. Because I'm good. I'm all right. I'm getting my healing. But what I would like to happen is for his father to receive some healing. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you can only want it for yourself. You know, we want things for other exactly. people, but they have to want it for themselves. And unfortunately, some yeah. people don't get the help that they need. So, do you speak yeah. to your son now? Like, are you able to communicate with him? I have tried to call my son. My number has been blocked. Uh, I I don't have any contact with my son. I wow. only have contact with my son when he wants me to have contact, which is generally when he feel like he need a break, you know, from my son. Wow. Mm. And his family is also partaking in it. Um, They don't answer my phone calls. um, I'm supposed to get my son every other... They grin in. That's the thing. They, they, like, he was able to manipulate, and it was, and I, I mean, I get it. He manipulated me. He was able to trick and, you know, make me think he was a dope-ass person, you know, and he was able to do the same thing in court. And because I did not have any family support, I had zero family, and um, I was in his city, so it was basically like he had home court advantage, you know what I'm saying? Like, wasn't able to prove that I was unfit, wasn't able to prove I was on drugs, wasn't able to prove anything. So the judge, it all kind of just boiled down to, okay, he has family, you don't. All right. So it's in the best interest if he's with family support. And, and I was upset. I have to be, you know, I have to be honest. I was really upset at that time. But now, I'm not saying is right but family support is everything like I don't I don't have that family support yeah so you know a part of me is kind of grateful that my son is around family you know what I'm saying yeah although it's fucked up how it happened and it's 
Girl, you about to make me cry over here. I'm sorry. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay. And you know, it is okay to cry. You know, I, I don't want no one to take that away from you or even yourself take that away from yourself. It's okay to feel, you know, um... You know, and even though you do not have contact with your son, in your spirit, with inside of yourself, in your being, as the woman you oh, are, with I telepathically communicate with my okay. son each and every single day. There's not a day that I do not send my son love, my my love. There's not a single day, and I and I know, and I know this because when I do see my son, the energy that I receive lets me know that he's been getting all my love because for a child like when a child doesn't isn't around their parents they like you know they don't come to you they ain't hugging on you they not you know doing all that my son does all that as if he sees me each and every single day as if we we never skip the beat so yeah i you know just trying to tune in spiritually and you know just have a spiritual connection with my son and just telepathically communicate that way yes that is good like that's that is awesome because when children do do not see their parents for so long yeah they do act funny because they don't know so to get that type of energy when you and your son do meet up you know and have that moment he's excited to see you you know that's why i was asking did you do any type of spiritual you know connection and all of that and you know that's also important too you know but I'm so sorry that you, you know, dealing with this. But, you know, as I told you this before, like, you, you know, let me tell you this. Unfortunately, things have to happen to, to certain people, you know. And right. to whomever the highest source is, he, she, God, whoever, that you know, what we do have. Well, I believe that we have a, a higher power out there, you know. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, so. Unfortunately, we are we be chosen to deal with this hardship shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. To fight through it to help other people. This is why we have this show. You know, I have I am she for realzy because this is to help other people. You don't know who going through this. I didn't even know Dez right. was going through this, and we've been Facebook friends for a while. You just never yeah. know. And for her to be bold enough to talk to talk about this, this is hard. You know. And to help someone else that may be dealing with something like this to similar. You know, it's just wow. Mm. Wow. And I'm so proud of you telling your story. You know, letting people know what the deal is, your truth. They're coming forward. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I know that your son loves you. Um, And you said, what, he's seven now? He's eight now. Oh, he's eight now. Okay, yeah, so he's eight now. yeah, so I mean, you know, even to the point that you may be, you know, hopefully not. But if you see your son when he's eighteen years old, when he's old enough to reach you and have that contact, I'm sure that he knows that you love you know him what? and all that good stuff. There, go ahead. I don't even have to wait that long. You know what? My son is already. You know these kids are not crazy. Yeah, these kids. 
I don't give a damn what we tell them. They can pick up on energy, and my son already knows something ain't right.
system, and I know I'm definitely one of them, and I'm sure she have other that support her as well. So thank y'all so much for tuning in, listen to Dance, and telling her story. And if you haven't listened to her previous episode, Who is Dance, go ahead and check her out. Thank y'all so much for listening. Peace and love.